0: Quack, 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 everybody. I'm Zach Weiss, and this is the Summer Movie Club. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. The other voice to hear there is my brother and co-host, Adam. Hey guys, It's funny. Me and Zach just had some audio issues, and uh, we had to restart, and I told him to keep the quack, 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 and even though I was expecting it the second time around, I still was not expecting it. <laughs> uh, yep. I quacked twice and made him laugh twice. Exactly. Two for two on the quacks. Two for two on the quacks, guys. Guys, this week we're doing D two, the Mighty Ducks. That's why we're quacking all around. Uh, the movie's from 1994. Can I pause you for a second? Can I just yeah. get this? Can I get this out of the way real quick? Mm-hmm. Zach, you quack me up. Oh, all you right, continue. Um, <laughs> all right, the movie was directed by Sam Weissman. Uh, I the only other thing on his his IMDb page that I was really familiar with. He did a bunch of TV work, but he did the. George of the Jungle that started Brendan Fraser and Leslie Mann, if anybody remembers that. He directed 57 episodes of Family Ties. Oh, he's Mr. Family Ties. That's a lot of fucking episodes of Family Ties. Out of how many? How many Family Ties episodes uh, were I, don't, I don't know. Keep talking. I'll figure it out. Um, it was written by Steve Brill. 172. Who, so we're talking a good third of them Yeah, about a third of the episodes of Family Ties were directed by him. Uh, Steve Rome wrote it. He's responsible for all three Mighty Ducks movies, and then he wrote other beloved. He, he one of the authors of my childhood, because he wrote Heavyweights as well.
1: Directed
0: Heavyweights, watched. did he? Mm-hmm. Directed Heavyweights, um, because he, he directed a couple uh, big name things. Um, I just watched him on Monday. Actually, mm. this is a, a Saturday we're recording on a rare Saturday record. Yeah, usually we go Sundays. Um, Uh, He also directed Ready to Rumble, or wrote Ready to Rumble. I'm not sure about the direction. He did not not direct that. Um, Ready to Rumble is, of course, the awful wrestling movie with David Arquette and I think Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn is in there, yes. Um, And he also wrote Little Nicky, the Adam Sandler. So not only did he write Little Nicky, but he also directed it.
1: Mm.
0: So he directed. Um, let me scroll down a tiny bit because I got accidentally went away from this page. Directed Heavyweights. Directed Little Nicky. Excuse me. Directed Mr. Deeds. Directed the. Oh yeah, it looks like he got away from writing and just started. Yeah. Oh, he got he got in with that group. Yeah. He like. um he directed. It was uh, Seth Green and I believe Dax Shepard without a paddle. I think Breckin Meyer was also in it. Sounds about right. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Um, he directed... Uh, a, no, it's... Uh, wait, who did you say? Breckenmeyer Jack and Shepherd. Seth Breckenmeyer, Seth Green, Deck Shepard. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. They're the same fucking person. Kinda. Um, he directed... That, that movie's a little pre Deck Shepard, I think. Yeah. Um, he apparently directed that um, uh, that Adam Sandler Netflix special, the 100% Fresh. Um, I watched about 20 minutes of it and hated every second of it, so I turned it off. Mm. Um, in my opinion, a little after um, Big Daddy, Adam Sandler, at least for his comedies, because I've yet to see um, Uncut Gems, so I can't speak for that. Um, but Adam Sandler's comedies fell way the fuck off after Mr. Deeds, in my opinion. I'm sorry, I was researching something because I, I didn't di- dive too deep into Steve Brill's um, uh, filmography, so I didn't really get into his biography. And I had a question that I just answered for myself. The girl that plays the waitress—we'll get to the when they, when a uh, um, uh, Coach Gordon bon- Bombay attends a swanky celebrity-filled party. The they talk to a waitress and uh, Tibbles. Is that his name, Tibbles? I've been calling him Tibbles. His name is Tibbles. Tibbles, Tibbles yes. Yeah. Um, introduce asked a waitress a question. The waitress, I recognized, and I was like, where do I know this girl from? I had to look it up, and i that's when I realized she was the nurse in Heavyweights. Yeah. And then I looked again, not, and she was some... If I'm not yeah. mistaken, she was also, like, the sister in that thing you do. I don't remember. I didn't notice that. But then I did notice that she was also in Little Nikki. So I was like, why is she in all of these Steve Burr movies? Are they married? They are. Turns out they're not. He just likes her. Yeah, just, He just likes her as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, um, now I'm, it's kind of get, bugging me if, if she was the sister in that thing you do, uh, and or if she just kind of looks like her. Um, well, she I could tell you right now she played what was the waitress's name? Not celebrity at party. Terry Terry at party was her name. Terry the waitress. Terry the waitress, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't even she... I don't even remember the name of the sister. I don't know if the sister had a fucking name in that movie. In, uh... oh, what year was what year was that thing you do ninety eight Uh She was not in that thing you do. Oh. Anyway, back to the movie. Welcome to One... uh, everything but the movie talk with uh... <laughs> welcome, welcome to Leah Lale hour with Zach and Adam. Yeah. What's her name? Leah Lail. Uh, just to close all loop ends. Uh, Steve Brill's wife's named Ruth Anna Hooper. Yeah, oh, there you go. Okay, Uh, (laughs) quite possibly the worst IMDb plot description. Oh, yeah, this is like I was saying the other day how when we did Sin City, um, literally the other day, um, that the the, the IMDb descriptions have been like they're kind of they kind of don't sell the movie. And this one is fucking terrible. It's literally a single line. Shall I? Oh, you shall. Can Gordon's team win the Junior Goodwill Games in California in spite of all of the setbacks? Question mark. That's it. Um, so I was just reading a little bit of history. This movie came out in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney was awarded a team in the NHL expansion. And the, uh, Anah- the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim were mm-hmm. founded in 1993. Um, Zach, just as a little hockey trivia, what other team was brought into the NHL during that expansion year? Sharks. Florida Panthers. Ah, which Sharks was 91? Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, Florida Panthers. There you go. Um, they, they were... Let's put hockey teams where they don't belong. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, I was reading on, their, on, the, on the Anaheim Ducks. Um, well... They were An- the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim from 1993 to 2006 when Disney owned them. Uh, Disney sold the franchise in 2005, and the owners, along with the general managers and everything, decided to change the name to just the Anaheim Ducks. Um, Bad choice. Yeah. Apparently, um, to, to be granted, the ex- like, there was a $50 million entrance fee that was required that Disney and Disney basically had to pay half of that to the LA Kings. Oh, uh, right. The, in it, order to they quote, have a thing, share Southern California. Yeah, they have a thing in the NHL. First off, it's, it's called an expansion fee. And I believe cause they're, they're welcoming a new Seattle franchise into the league within the next year or two. I believe the expansion fee is up to, if not billions, so, hundreds of millions. Um, And yeah, there is, there is a thing called a, it's like called like a competition fee because their Anaheim is close enough to Los Angeles, um, that they would be effectively siphoning fans, um, away from the LA Kings. So they, you know, they throw a little money at the, um, at the LA Kings to 650 million, by the way, uh, is the current the money is, is the, pay, the current expense what thing? Seattle paid to come into the league for the twenty one twenty two season? Jesus Christ, um, yeah. So yeah, they threw uh, it's happened a couple times. Like I believe Buffalo might have had to do it to the Rangers when they came in, et cetera, et cetera. I might have been completely felt, mm-hmm. like wrong on that, but like that kind of thing. If you're yeah. close enough, where well, you're I the mean, only it, game, if the team's the only game in town, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you could potentially be pulling money away from them. Yeah, so exactly. you, you got to give them a little bit on top to, to ease it just in case. Um, so, hey. yeah, um, before. Oh, you got some more? Uh, in just uh, uh, reference, I referenced it in my notes later on, but I just want to say it right off the bat um, in reference to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, the Mighty Ducks logo, the, the OG Mighty Ducks logo,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, well, not the, not the OG in the movie, the OG in real life the the goalie mask with the duck. Can bill. you imagine if they had gone with the green? would be, like, be fucking terrible. It it looks like the pelican from the fucking pickle. Not the pelican. He's a stork from the pickles. Hmm. He lo- it looked like the stork with the ho- in hockey gear. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm referring to the uh, the goalie mask with the duck bill, with the two sticks crossed behind it. Might be one of the, in my opinion, one of the best hockey logos of all time. Classic.
1: Um, to the
0: point where they are in. It- it, it's actually people, their alternate jersey yeah with increasing frequency they're finding ways to work it into their the 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 their general rotation and and alternates generally have it they're finding new ways to use it um i had a hat with the logo on it before a, a dog at the house ate it or like bit the the snapback part off of the the back i uh, i currently we had a uh, surprise 30th birthday party for my brother-in-law uh last year, two years ago, I can't remember. Um, and my mother-in-law and my wife decided to make it a 90s theme party. So originally we had bought my brother-in-law a t-shirt that had the Mighty Ducks logo on it, because he was a big fan of the movies when he was a kid. Um, but then they ended up finding something else for him, buying some other shirt for him. I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, so I quickly took ownership of that Mighty Duck shirt because the Mighty Ducks <laughs> logo is badass. Um, and I just, uh, I wanted to pose the question to you, Zach, right off the bat. Aside from the original Money Ducks logo, what is, um, what, what's your, what do you think is a, is like your number, what else would be in like your top three of, hockey um, logos? hockey logos? Current ones or all time? All time. Um, the old, the original or semi original um phoenix coyotes as that would be on mine as well uh I mean are we talking including the flyers because the flyers is, is just classic yeah it's it's it stands it stood over fifty years of time without a single alteration to it yeah um hmm who else do I like uh I like the playing around Colorado has always had great jerseys and and logos and they're playing around with new things now that I like. And if I'm not mistaken, guess... me and Zach are in agreement that our favorite Jersey of oh, all time, time is the old maroon Colorado jerseys that just said Colorado diagonally across the, with the, the laces the with the laces. Yeah. Oh God. Um, but continue. You were, um, I guess the heart for whalers. Hmm. It's just a classic look. Yeah. I forgot about the whalers. Um, it's not a specific logo, but I would also say um, another great hockey um, jersey is the old black, gold, and red uh, Vancouver V's jerseys. They're mm. just they're just fucking terrible, but they're great. <laughs> um, and that's this, this has been hockey talking. What was the what was the actress's name again? Le, Le, Lea, Leo. Oh, uh, I lost it already. Whatever. It's the, it's that Leah Leo. Leah Leo in Leo Hockey Hour with uh, Adam and Zach. Um, so let's get, um, if, 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 if you didn't have anything else, to preliminary, Oh, just a, just a quick rundown. Uh, one of the larger, cause it's such a, a um, you know, a, a, uh, ensemble. I mean, Estevez is the name, but then, you know, it's all about like the kids. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of, you, uh, uh, the most famous coming out of the series is probably, um, what's his name? Cause he's not actually on my list here. Joshua Jackson. Uh, Joshua Jackson. There he is. Uh, he was in the middle of the list. Uh, Marguerite Moreau, who plays Connie, had did some stuff. She was in Wet Hot American, American Summer. Summer. She um, was in uh, Shameless. Yep. Uh, uh, Sean Weiss as Goldberg, you know from mugshots. Yeah, you know from recent mugshots of how terrible he. Fucking yeah. He, was? He's gone. He, he's broken bad. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, you had the what was the kid's name that played Gunner? Um, uh. Scott White. Scott White. Um, I was going to say, um, Eldon Henson, the kid who played Fulton, um, uh, recently made a resurgence in pop culture in uh, Netflix's Daredevil. He played mm-hmm. uh, Matt Murdock's uh, partner. In Wait, La- who was this? I'm sorry, the kid who played Fulton. Okay. Oh, you know what? He was in... Um... that. That She's All That? I know. No, he was in... Uh... Wasn't he in Butterfly Effect or am I thinking of somebody else? He was in Butterfly Effect. He was in Butterfly Effect. He was in one of the, the later I think it was the I think it was the last two uh Hunger Games movies, actually. You know, and I'm embarrassed now having said Joshua Jackson was probably the biggest name that came out of it. Keenan Thompson is the longest tenured cast member in history on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's been a c he's been a, a famous person since he was like thirteen. Yeah. Um, Even before he was doing Saturday Night Live, he was doing Child Saturday Night Live in the form yeah. of all that. Which I think is cheating. Because mm-hmm. he had practice. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait a second. Can I? Can I can Even Burl was in this movie. Who did he play? He was at the party. Oh, who gives a shit? Everybody was at that party, Zach. Do you know Le, who he Leah, was? Leah LaBelle, or whatever the hell her name was, was at that party. Was he the guy, it looks like from his face, it looks like he's the guy that's like talking to the only person you don't recognize. That's talking to um, Emilio. Like when they're like getting like food, probably that's it. no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure based on just looking at him right here, that was him. Cause I remember watching the movie going and thinking like, who the hell is this guy? How'd he get to this party? How'd he get to this party? Um, let me uh, in on, on the topic of uh, actors in this movie. Uh, what do the names uh Brandon Quinton Adams and Mike Vitar mean to you Zach were the are those the guys that were in uh, Sandlot? yes Jess, uh, J- uh Brandon Quinton Adams played Jesse and Mike Vitar played um, Lewis what's Lewis's fucking last name in this movie Mendoza,
1: Mendoza. Lewis
0: Mendoza. Mendoza in this movie um, but they played uh, Kenny de Nunez and Benny the Jet Rodriguez, respectively. In the Benny the sh- Jet, who my son, whose birthday it is, happy birthday, Ben. My son is technically named after Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah, I uh, say he was he was typecast as the uh, the handsome Spanish kid in sport in kids sports movies in the nineties. Who's fast too? As fast as that. But in all fairness, in the Sandlot, he was wearing P.F. Flyers, Zach—the only shoe guaranteed to make a kid run faster and jump higher. Um... <laughs> Right. But yeah, uh, I thought that was funny that I didn't. I had completely forgotten the fact that the kid that played Jesse was Kenny Nunez in the in the sandlot. Let's get into this because, quite frankly, Adam, I have a lot. I'm not going to get to everything on here because a lot of it is just like hockey nitpicking. Like I have several several notes that are simply just calling the penalty that was not called on the ice. I have all that. I have a couple. Um, I, they might not be nitpicky. So I've always oh, I have a lot I've always never had the attention span. To, You've always never had. I've always never had the attention span to like be super into sports. Mm. I enjoy hockey. I enjoy hockey probably above all other sports. Um, but like the subtle nuances, like I'm still not 100 percent sure when offsides is called if it was actually offsides or not. I understand mm. what offsides is in hockey, but I'm still- you did not need to know offsides for this movie at all. Yeah. Um. So I I um I actually I used to play I played roller hockey for a little bit and the the league that I played in actually didn't call offside, <laughs> so it was perfect for me. Um, if your question is, I'll, I know what your question is going to be, and I'll answer it for you right now. Yes, there is an actual penalty called roping. Is there? No, Adam. Why? It, <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't know. I the, don't. I don't know if it was. <laughs> no, it's like. I'm not. I wasn't sure if it was like maybe just some uh, like not physically roping somebody, but like there's a like uh they're like a, they're, a, not a, a, coded, a they're not coded weird metaphors. They're not weird and made metaphors. They're not metaphors. <laughs> Tripping is when you trip somebody. Hooking is when, is when you, you slash Yeah, <laughs> they're not like high sticking always. is literally when your stick is yeah. too high. <laughs> we'll call this one roping because it's like he was roping him with his actions. <laughs> no, Adam, roping. <laughs> he emotionally <laughs> roped him into okay. Um. But yeah, so I have questions as we go along. <laughs> it's in an windows. emotional rope. <laughs> I have uh, questions um, uh, in, about basically the, um, uh, the legality in hockey terms of... Um, I'll, you things. ask them, I'll let you know. Yeah. Here's the first thing I want to get out of the way. Because really, when I was watching this movie, it was my biggest hang-up. And it comes into... Like, it, it's never addressed when later in the movie, it would have been a huge deal during one sequence. Adam, I want you to count along with me. I'm going to read you the 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 roster of Team USA hockey at the Junior Goodwill Games. I want you to count the number of players as I read Do you them. want me to count aloud? Yes. Okay. You got Guy Germain. One. You got Lester Averman. Two. You got uh, Julie the Cat Gaffney. Joey the Cat Gaffney was not an original duck. I'm talking this team, the Team USA. Yeah, she was an original duck. I'm talking about, yeah, she's Team USA. What am I counting? I'm confused. I thought I was counting original you're ducks. Counting, no, you're counting number of players that play for Team USA oh, oh, in the oh, Goodwill I Games. I thought it was just counting original but, duck players. Okay, continue. There's th- we'll we're start at, over. No, we're at three, Joy the Cat Gaffney. <laughs> you got Dwayne Roberts. Four. Jesse Hall. Five. Woo, 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 Kenny Woo. Woo, Woo, Kenny Woo is number six. Connie Moreau. Seven. Dean Portman. Eight. Luis Mendoza. Nine. Greg Goldberg. Ten. Fulton Reed. Eleven. Russ Tyler. Twelve. Charlie Conway. Thirteen. Adam Beck. Fourteen. All right. So, two of these characters are goalies. Yes. Yes which means they have 12 skaters. Mm-hmm. The number of forwards alone you have on your hockey team is 12. That's not even counting your six defensemen. And not all 14 of these players are eligible to play because Adam Banks is out. So they bring in Russ Tyler. So really the, the maximum amount the maximum roster they're allowed to have, because it's an issue when, Banks comes back, and Tyler thinks he's out, Russ thinks he's out, and Conway steps away, so you can only have 13. What the fuck are these lines? Who plays what positions? And then later in the movie, I'm going to get right to it, because it really was bugging me this whole time. uh, That one sequence in the second Iceland game, where they think they're just out of it, so they just start fucking around. They have four players at one point in the penalty box. So... They have they have Wu, Portman, Reed, and uh, uh, who who's oh uh, um, wait who else goes oh Robertson for roping, um so that means they have seven skaters. Are play a five man at a time? I would say, what, what are they playing? Are they playing five on five with a goalie? Yeah, they're playing five on five. I, on five. I, so they got because to do so you, got you, three, you know they're playing five on five because they do the flying V, which has five people. So in. you got three, you got three forwards, you got a a left, a right wing, a center, and two defensemen. Yeah. So except you're you have, good, you have enough player. You have two lines worth of players total, okay. and then an extra. You're running two lines an entire 60 minute game. I mean, when I was playing roller hockey, we ran two lines. Um, but then again, that was like roller hockey with like a bunch of guys who probably like were drinking in the parking lot afterwards. Not like this is like not something as elite as the Goodwill games in in LA. Let's get into that next. What are these games? No idea, no fucking clue. They are. Let's let's break it down. They are. Can I can't, all- b- before you, before go we go even further? Um, of all those players we just named, fourteen fourteen players. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, like, I get it. Coach Gordon Bombay is the Minnesota Miracle Man, um, but like, it's Team USA. Yeah, why did they pick this entire Wee team to come not play? Not Team District 7, or whatever the fuck they were. District, District 9, I, 9 I think. No, yeah, no District 9 was that fucking movie from South Africa that was good. I don't understand like, literally, why uh, aside, this story. Aside, that, see, that's why I started counting original ducks. Because aside from Julie the Cat Gaffney, Dean Portman, there are... Kenny Wu, Luis Mendoza, and um, the fucking cowboy kid, everybody else is a fucking duck.
1: There they are a, five. They, they have a new single, They have
0: a single line. One of those people being a goalie on the, coming to the team. Everybody else is a duck. Technically, if um, you don't want to, if you don't want to count Banks as an original duck, I will allow it because he did not. <laughs> he technically started as a hawk. He's a cake eater. He's a, Let's he's get out of cake. Bottom. He's a, he's a cake eater. Um. <laughs> don't let me don't let me forget to talk about um Adam Banks because he just I just have a that says just, Banks is a tool. So he's the biggest nerd in the All right, let's are, are we done talking about the size of the team? Let's touch on Banks real quick and then we'll get to something else. We'll get back to the good, no. Yeah, we'll get back to the good. Yeah. Game. Banks is a nerdy tool who is constantly just wearing like polos if he's not wearing the track suits that everyone wears. Yeah. He's wearing polos and like when khakis. They, they're get, they're getting the team back together. Everybody's <laughs> doing something somewhat interesting, like even if it's just working at a job, which is another thing we have to get to. Um, like, you know, like yeah, what's his name? Uh, ha- what's your name? What's his name, is, what's his name? Is ripping tickets at a movie theater? Averman Averman is yeah. ripping tickets at a movie theater. These kids are like fifteen. Well, like I don't know 13, how old these maybe. kids are, because in the third movie, you just to you know spoil uh, future uh, talking. Oh points, shit, that's right. They go to high school. They aren't they freshmen in high school in the in, like coming in as freshmen. Yes. So how old are these kids? These kids are like minimum. I started high school in 2004 when I was 14, but I also started school early because I tested into school early. So usually I would say you're probably starting high school like 15. I don't know because I started school at 13 and I skipped a year. So I would have been 14 normally. Did you skip a year? I, I didn't go to kindergarten. You didn't go to kindergarten? No. You didn't go to kindergarten and I started kindergarten early. Mm. What did our sister do? Fucking nothing. She just went to school. Yeah, she just went like to school like a room. She, she went to school like a fucking like a normie. Wait. So wait, what were we get where we t- oh, we're talking about Banks. Yeah, everyone's doing something interesting. When <laughs> they get to Banks, and he's just playing hockey alone in his driveway. He's practicing hockey wearing wrist guards in his in his fucking driveway, wearing wearing uh, a polo uh, and fucking khaki shorts like Yeah, Banks is just like Banks is a tool. He's a fucking cake eater, yeah. man. Um. all right, Back to the Goodwill Games. So here's. Let's break down the Goodwill Games and let's try to figure out at what level of like importance they are. Um. They are a all season sports. It takes place during the summer because so they're playing. They they mention that um when the like the the over the voiceover kind of announcer guy talks about like the Goodwill Games where Team USA is expected to do well in in basketball and swimming and ice hockey. So it's all season sports Mm. takes place in the summer in Los Angeles. Um, I don't, I think there's only like eight teams playing in the hockey tournament. Some of which are ridiculous. Um, Like Trinidad and Tobago. I guarantee you, I'm sure maybe they know what hockey is, but I guarantee you they're not, they're not, you know, sending out like national teams anywhere. Well, um, they saw how successful the movie Cool Runnings was, and they were like, we could... It had to be, we, we, could, seriously. we could do that. But, like, everyone knows it's, like, a big deal. Like, everybody knows, like, Team USA children's... That's another thing. It's all children. Yeah. As far as I can tell. I mean, it's the junior Goodwill games, which I guess would insinuate there's any adult, an adult Goodwill, Goodwill games. Game. yeah. But later in the movie, when they're showing headlines... It's under the heading of Olympics. Is it? Quick pan down to the page and there's the heading Olympics with other stories that did the bottom. There's a serious looking picture of Gordon Bombay or something yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know why this children's sports festival is a big deal. I don't know a lot of things about what's going on. Just like um. Should we should we just start like breezing through the? Well, I'm I'm just the, trying to think of like you make a point like why the fuck was it such a big deal? And I'm thinking like was there some like was there shit going on in America at the time or like in the world at the time where people were just like we need something to rally that positive to rally behind? No, they're not real, Adam. What? What do you, what do you mean? This wasn't a, this like, wasn't it, like why they made the- This wasn't a documentary. Oh big, no, no. <laughs> no! I mean, like, like, what would be the point of this? Like, in 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 the real world, what would be the point of this? Like, why would it be? Well, why it is seems. Such no, a big I got deal? the impression. I got the impression that it's like the Olympics. Like, it just happens every X amount of time. It's like so. It's like a kid Olympics, but it also the yeah. junior implies that it's an adult version too. I don't, yeah, I don't know. know. It's I, confusing. Like... I don't like it. Um, we've completely grazed over the fact that the the words "the quack attack is backjack" was spoken <laughs> in, these, in this movie. Well, let's, let's let's start real quick from the bottom. I really want to just breeze through a lot of this because yeah. we didn't. We usually give our opinions on the movie. I love this yeah. movie. Even watching it now, love this movie. Mm-hmm. It is my first note. My made. first my first note <laughs> is let's be honest. It's the best Mighty Ducks movie. If you, if someone says I to do, you, I. Gun to your head, you gotta watch one Muddy Ducks movie. Which one are you picking? D two. Exactly. If guns in my head someone says you gotta get rid of a Muddy Ducks movie, I'm gonna be honest with you. First one? Original Muddy Ducks. I think I, I honestly I think I've only seen the first one maybe two times all the way full, all the way through. Adam, I swear to you I said that sentence yesterday. What the fuck was that noise? That was I have my computer set up to get my text messages, and that was my wife looking for the, the remote. and mm, that bitch. <laughs> it was it was scary, um, but yeah, I, I would I vamp would, a bit I would, while I uh, I would get rid of the. Um, I I I only have vague memories of the first movie. Really, like I couldn't tell you the whole thing. Oh, excuse me, I just remember like, uh, Gordon driving his limo out onto the ice, mm-hmm. and then the kids like mobbing, him. and the kids like yeah, like kids going like ape shit. I remember Danny Tamburelli, um, who <laughs> Danny was who wasn't air. invited back for the sequel. Um, I remember the scene where like they uh, they all have detention, and uh, Gordon goes, "Do you know what sarcasm is?" And the one kid goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm not mistaken, the kid who says no is the kid from Pete and Pete who has the sideburns. Uh- <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't really remember a lot of like. I I could I could no. do without the first movie. Yeah, D2 is the superior movie oh, and then D3 is, is, the, is, is the first fun. one where um, Gordon's like having a meeting with his like law firm and he's just like he's like I got to get out of here so I can go do so I can go do some duck stuff and he and he says like quack 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 Mr. whatever the, his fucking boss's name was. Um but yeah, D2 is is uh, I, if I had to rate them I would go D2 D3 Mighty Ducks in that order. Um uh so yeah, so hey guys, sorry we had uh, we had to stop for a second. Had some uh, remote control with my wife issues. Um, <laughs> ended up not being able to find it. Had to switch uh, streaming devices entirely to when we knew where the remote was. I swear it was right next to her when I left the room. I don't know what happened to it. Anyway, I've also gonna... I've gotten texts while I've been at work from my wife being like, "Where's the remote?" Be like, mm-hmm. "It was on the table when I left the house." I don't know what you want me to do when I'm at work right now. Um, it's part of the pitfalls of having small children who probably grab things. Oh, yeah. like I have not been able to find the universal remote for my bedroom TV that also controls the Roku in about like three or four weeks because I left my son in the room next to it for a minute. Yeah. It's, 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 and now it's gone. Kids, kids are monsters. Um, Zach and I can't remember what we were talking about before we took this break. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I just want to uh, real quick touch on um, really quickly going into like the new um, the new p- the players. Gordon comes in. Um, uh, they, he's given the, the opportunity to coach. Well, Gordon uh, has a, a stint in the I'm assuming it's the age, like the the minor. They don't they they, they I don't know because there's no one at that game. Yeah. Um, there's like 11 people at that game, yeah. but supposedly he's a small step away from the NHL. But anyway. Um, he gets a dirty fucking hit in this minor league hockey game. It's Take, interference yeah. if, if not holding. Yeah. It takes him, takes him blow, blows out his fucking knee. Um, he, uh, he then is offered the opportunity to coach Team USA um, with predominantly Duck players. Um, but we get... Benny the Jet Rodriguez, um, that's his actual name. In this speedster, movie. Speedster Luis Mendoza, so who can, from, who can't fucking stop from Miami. We get Kenny Wu, Wu Wu Kenny Wu, who's a figure skater. We get Olympic. He's in the Olympics. He's, so they yeah. acknowledge that there's another. Uh, there there are Olympics. Yeah, in this universe. We get uh, Julie the Cat Gaffney. Is it Gaffney from Gaffney from Bangor, Maine? Yeah. As who's Kenny? Was from San Francisco, by the way. Joey the Cat is, a, is the second goalie for the team. Um, we get Dean Portman from Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. See, I could never remember where he was from. Yeah. Um, he's, he uh, makes the... the Him coming to the team makes the, uh, the, the unity of the Bash brothers between him and Fulton. Mm-hmm. Um, classic, classic. And then we have... Uh, I can't even remember the fucking Cowboy Kid's name. Dwayne... Robertson. Dwayne Robertson, um, from Texas, um, also not a player, but coming into this team, coming into, um, as a new character is the, their their teacher, tutor, yeah, tutor, um, where I I have in my notes, she kind of looks like a poor man's Aunt Becky. Yes, she does. As soon as she said "poor man's," I finished the sentence in my head. Yeah, she absolutely. She does. She, she, she just reminds, she, she reminds. me of a of a poor man's Aunt Becky. Um, her name is. Ka- how do you per- call? Catherine, Herb, Herb, Irbe, I don't know. Um, apparently there was a hockey player named Arth- Arters Arters Irbe, and his last name was spelled I R B E. So yeah, Irbe, er- oh, Um, she apparently had a a large stint on a Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just weird. Like Dean Portman doesn't have sleeves and Mm -hmm. like Kenny Wu is far too good of a skater to be playing hockey and like car Car (laughs) Luis, I say Carlos Luis Who's Carlos Mendoza. I don't know. Luis Mendoza. Carlos Mendoza. Isn't that a. Carlos Mendoza. Who the hell? I, I, Keep talking while I look yeah, up from Carlos Mendoza. Luis Mendoza. Mendoza like, he's, he's playing Luis, hockey, Adam. What'd I say? Luis. Luis. Did I say Luis? I'm sorry. Luis. You've been saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Luis Mendoza is good enough to be playing on a junior Goodwill Games level, but he can't fucking stop. Like, stop. Like, there not, is no, no way. No. Luis Mendoza touches this team without of being the able best. to stop. Ch- like children hockey players in the entire country of the United States of America. This kid, even if he can go from blue line to blue line in 1.6 seconds or something like that, he cannot stop while he's skating, which means at least one time a shift, he's going to fall down and yeah. blow a, 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 a scoring chance or something. There's no way this kid. Touches the ice. He's he's but he's going to whatever. fall down a lot. For all you Philadelphia uh, listeners out Spartan there, them. he's he is the the Scott Hartnell of this team. <laughs> um, um, I j- just while we're talking about the scene, I love when they're introducing Dwayne and he's doing his like little uh, stick handling exhibition. Hmm. It's clearly not him. Yeah, and the person playing uh, stick handling Dwayne doesn't even attempt to move their mouth in any sort of the way that the voiceover of Dwayne going, yeehaw, look at me playing hockey, yeehaw, Yeah, he's like he's doing he's doing some very cliche cowboy cowboy things. He's saying, you know, high noon, yeehaw giddy up, <laughs> get along little doggy. Yeah, look at that partner. Look at that partner. Um it yeah, it is it is very, very bad. Um I like the fact that um in Charlie's mind, they were gonna go into this goodwill games as Team USA like team Ducks and as the Duck, like you were going to go in as the yeah. USA Ducks. Like, fuck. I, yeah, you, in my notes, where uh, come on, Charlie. You know, you're not playing for a, a Ducks team. You're playing for Team USA. Yeah, even. Why would you be like, why can't we just be the USA Ducks? Because for some, but because fuck that's you. Because literally, you. that's why, Charlie. Literally every other team seems to have like some sort of mascot. Like, yeah, like it's the Iceland Vikings. There's. Um, uh, Russia has like bears on there so, or Germany. One of them have bears on their jersey. The Trinidad oh, tie-dye. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody has something but but yeah. Um, why? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no I, sure. I was just going, uh, what, why what? I was about to move on from the players. So, so I was I. Oh, why is Iceland the bad, big bad in this movie? Um, when there are legitimate hockey countries that would make good villains in this tournament like the Russians. Do they just not want to do a Russian thing? I th- I think maybe because th- maybe like Iceland because they knew, not... they knew the movie Miracle was going to come out eventually, and they didn't want to hype on like gripe on that thunder. Is it literally? And I I know the answer. I mean, Iceland isn't isn't aren't the aren't the aren't the Nordic countries known for hockey as well? Some are. Um, Sweden is good. Okay. Norway has produced a couple of. Of NHL players, but no, Iceland is not like a name in the hockey world. Hmm. Like, I, I'm, I know asking this question, I know what the answer is. Maybe Knowing just because this movie, of this movie, I assumed that they were. Um, is it strictly because they're, the word ice is in their name? Probably. I guarantee you it is. And, and, as, that, and as, that's funny. And as we learn from this movie, Iceland is green. And I Greenland is ice, or Greenland is covered in ice, and uh, Iceland is nice. Iceland is nice, yeah. Whatever the chick says. Uh, Carlos. Carlos Mendoza, by the way, is a Venezuelan professional baseball coach for the New York Yankees. Nah, Was that the Carlos Mendoza you're thinking of? No, there's another Carlos Mendoza. I just don't know what where I know it from. Um. So, are you thinking of Carlos Mencia? Probably. <laughs> um. So while while they're they're playing their their first few games, um, Keenan Thompson is just fucking heckling the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it also like that's the thing. Um, another question of how legitimate and big this this Goodwill Games is. I'm not he thinking any judgments about his 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 like ability or anything like that. He just comes into no, it. His, no, no. His um, like. It doesn't seem very hard to get a ticket. Oh, yeah. He's these games. He's unless you know, like maybe, maybe I would say maybe they were free, but like, because he's at fucking every USA game. Mm -hmm. Um, let me ask you a question, Zach. What's yes, you you are an avid hockey watcher, avid. Rabid! What cannot wait for August second. What is the highest scoring hockey game you've ever seen? Oh, geez, Uh, not twelve to one or anything like that. Probably, probably up towards maybe maybe once ten. Because these are these first couple games are so like they're they're for you know what? Here's the thing: it's comparable to like the like Team USA basketball in. Uh, like the dream team was beating like non basketball is their bread and butter like countries mm-hmm. by like seventy points. Like so on an international stage against the competition they're beating they're playing. I don't buy Iceland um beating Team USA twelve one in the first game. I would have like if I was writing the movie, I would have probably made it more of a like a seven to one or something Uh like 12 12, putting up 12 on the second best team in the tournament. Second, first or second best team of the tournament is no matter how unprepared they are. And like how much Gordon went for ice cream with the Iceland chick. Like that's not happening. Let's be honest. The Iceland trainer is attractive. No comment. Um, I will not make incriminating, uh, because this, this, I, I personally, blondes aren't my kind of thing. So I probably wouldn't agree with you anyway. But no, th- this will be the one my wife decides to listen to. Um, which which is a bummer because I was going to ask you as a kid, who was more attractive, Julie the Cat Gaffney or Connie? You know, I never really thought about it. But that's another. That's, the questions keep arising about the Goodwill Games. Why is this team co-ed? Like that's and not net, how yeah. like these that's None important. of the other teams seem to be. Yeah, none of the other um, teams. But that's generally not how like Those, Olympics uh, work. Yeah. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, um uh skateboarding is being brought into the Olympics. And um if I like it, it, it Radical is right. Um and there's been a heavy, um, heavy um focus recently on uh female skateboarding um Mm -hmm. because if i'm not mistaken like for a sport to be in the olympics you have to have both male and female Mm -hmm. uh competitors in it um so there's been uh there's been like a I've, i've noticed like in watching i used to skateboard when i was younger and i used to be more involved in it but um I've been more passively involved in it in the past few years, but just watching stuff on like YouTube and like everything like that, I've noticed a, a far bigger focus placed on, I mean, in the past, you know, the X games, it was all the X Games It was a completely male dominated, um, male dominated, uh, event. At least they, it, even if they, if there were female, uh, competitors it was they never showed it on TV it was always what's tony hawk doing you know what's dave mira doing that kind of shit but mm. um the olympics are a completely different are they are a completely different beast but yeah no other teams appear to be coed only the ducks do Well, the fucking team usa does wait wait i'm sorry i'm sorry yes that that's like i don't understand that aspect of that. like what are the, the goodwill games are a monkey show that like nobody's running the thing. That girls are allowed to come into the guys' thing. Like you're allowed to add players. Like literally bef- second to last. Game. It's a, it's a, it's crazy. Evidently, because I, I just happened to glance over as you were talking. To, I have the Wikipedia for this movie open. Um, the car owner with broken windshield. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman supposedly. No shit, really? No fuck supposedly. that. Supposedly, it's not. It's not. I can tell, tell you for a fact that it's not because I, I read something I, I, I looked it up I'm like why when I was watching the movie I remember looking it up and going why is this guy why are they showing this why is this important um, I, I might have a note about it I can't remember I gotta find it later um, but I don't think it's Dennis Rodman um, but yeah I thought it was kind of fun to get back to the movie of everything Someone um, needs to report that to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, it's 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 funny to me that like nine two nine two is like a, a super high scoring game. That's like the Ducks. I, I think the first game they play is Trinidad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So they they beat Trinidad nine to two. They destroy Italy, and I said Team USA destroys teams from countries who don't you know aren't stereotypically known for playing hockey. And like mm-hmm. you said, Iceland beats. The ducks, the fucking fucking team USA, goddammit, it, uh, twelve to one, which is like obscene. I've never seen a hockey game score that high. Um, mm-hmm. um speaking of high, fucking Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Kareem Jamal, what the fuck is that guy's name? Kareem Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar Jabbar is gigantic compared to Emilio Estefan. <laughs> Yes, Adam. He's a very tall basketball player. I know, but it's it. I feel like and airline pilot. Pilot. It, <laughs> in my head, Emilio Estevez is. While I'm talking, can you look up how tall Emilio Estevez is? I mean, I, I can th- try. All right. I mean, it, I guarantee it'll be easy as shit. Just Google Emilio Estevez height. You'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, just like I in my head, he's always he's he's. I'm gonna guess like five five, five six. Um, he he just seems tiny, um, so putting him next to Kareem Abdul jabbar is, is just hilarious to me. And um, he also uh, poses the idea of uh, the air bombay five, seven. five seven? I was close, dude. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes, right, can, Adam. I- Adam, This Always. this is a friendly space. Um, so when when Fulton. Averyman, Roberts, and Jesse go shopping on Rodeo Drive, or Rodeo Drive, as Roberts is uh, referring to it as. There's this weird, like, there's like, why would you, why would you model shit for a bunch of kids? And well, they're Aaron Spellings, yeah, they're Aaron. He say he refers Uncle Aaron. The kid looks nothing like fucking, like he, like he, he that kid's. Not, you know this? Stop it. <laughs> How these stores work, I kind of this kind of flies with me, because they think he's very he's connected to very rich and powerful in the entertainment industry, um, and they think he's buying something for his mother. That's true, and they're not showing him anything lavish. It's literally just a lot of just like normal like dresses and stuff like that. So it's it. It that one that I didn't have any problem with, with that actually it's one of the few things I didn't have any problem with you mentioned Fulton it, and I want to get back to this because we're jumping we've jumped way past the scene in question but it, it, I just looking at my notes it, it, I saw it and I wanted to bring it up because it it's one of the funnier things in the movie' oh, see, jump around but is it is it the fact that Fulton didn't know that America was around, wasn't around during ancient Greek I have that in my notes and I love how supportive of team this is that he, he doesn't know that America wasn't around then, and everyone just starts patting him on the shoulder, like, it's all right, big guy. Sorry. Like, it's all right. You'll get it. <laughs> it's all right, Paul. Don't worry, man. You'll learn something. Um, I get this is a Disney movie, and it's catered towards children. Mm. And because of that, um, Disney has a responsibility to promote healthy and safe activities. Mm. So, of course, when any character is rollerblading... They're wearing helmets and knee pads and shoulder pads. And- yeah. Fucking bubble wrap, and <laughs> but in the team collection scene, we're jumping way back now. Oh, yeah. when tra- when they're getting everybody the gang back together, and the Hawks players, and I had I tried looking it up to see if those were the actual Hawk players because if they are, I think they might be. Um, I'm pretty, pretty sure they're them getting a second paycheck out of that <laughs> out of that first movie, um, but um, they're trying to prank the Ducks and then Fulton is behind them right mm-hmm. um and he's supposed to be the big badass tough guy and they turn around and he's just standing there with this little helmet on <laughs> i can't take it seriously you can't um i have a feeling this is going to be one of our very loosely structured most loosely structured shows because oh, yeah, we're, we're 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 all over the we're this. like an hour in and um <laughs> <We've-> <laughs> i still have We've like eleven gotten. pages of notes. We've barely um, gotten anywhere. Um, basically, the, the the plot's like not important, but yeah. um, a question I have that, that is a thread throughout the movies because movie because that's been several times. Um, it seems that the characters can hear the songs that are being played in the soundtrack. Oh, they can of the movie. Oh, I feel because like all. In all sports movies, they can. <laughs> no, because they're actively dancing. Like in the scene where they're having some fun after coming together as a team. Oh, in the beginning. Yeah, that's like, right. They're dancing to the song that's playing. Like, are they playing that song? I, th- I would like to think so. Um, I love them wearing track jackets to school. Yeah, like when they're like in that scene where Fulton doesn't know about America, <laughs> they're all wearing matching tracks. All teams. wearing the track, yeah, love it. Yeah, um, the they pat Fulton's shoulder when he's stupid is one of my notes. Um, yeah, and then again, I get into like a bunch of let
1: me ask, uh, let me ask you in well, that
0: first game about interference and let me ask you let me ask you an in-depth hockey question. Mm-hmm. I want you to close your eyes and imagine. All right. You're an ex lawyer who has right. been chosen after blowing out your knee in the miners to... to buy that by the head, like somebody who like from a a sports apparel company or sports equipment company. I don't understand, uh, yeah, given don't... The, how, my understanding of how because Team USA Hockey is an organization. Yeah, it's not just like a team that somebody throws together. Like, like, it, like you would you can like call a, a phone number and someone will answer the phone somewhere saying team USA hockey. And there's like people working there and everywhere, everything. Mm-hmm. Um Why is the, like the guy from the sporting equipment company tasked with picking the coach? Yeah, no idea. Right. Good. But yes, I'm a lawyer. All right, so okay. you're an, I'm you're a an lawyer. ex, you're an ex- lawyer. Name. You, you were an ex, you got, you were drunk driving. You got, you made, you are forced to, Coach some kids, but then you found something out about yourself along the line. I mean, inexplicably, a national celebrity. Exactly, you're the Minnesota Miracle Man Zach,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's, you're it's alliterative. People love it. You're <laughs> you're coaching Team USA, which is predominantly kids from the Minnesota area, mm-hmm. and you're facing Team the Big Bad Team Iceland. How many goals do you let your starting goalie pass up before pulling them? <sighs> Are we talking about the Iceland game? Twelve, right? You you let him you but let you let twelve. You don't goals... remember what happened? No. Goldberg was getting pulled after four. And then Julie the Cat Gaffney pushes a couple guys and gets tossed out the game. I thought wait so then Goldberg, considering there's five children on this team, no. has to go back into the game and play goalie. No. Yes. This is this, I, I want to get into that first Iceland game because nothing really of note happens in the Trinidad and Tobago game, aside from their awesome celebration. Yeah. I, it al- almost angers me that we didn't see their second goal, because then we didn't get to see their second goal celebration. Yeah, uh, Italy is a nothing game. Yes, so the refs are in the pocket of Iceland, and here is my evidence. Um, <laughs> three seconds into the game. I was like, the... the... The goalies were in the pockets of Team Iceland and Mighty Ducks too. Welcome to my TED Talk. to <laughs> my ta- TED Talk. So, every single face-off from the first fe- opening faceoff of Game 1 against Iceland to the third period of Game 2 against Iceland. Anytime these teams are playing, the first thing that happens at every faceoff is the Iceland player just knocks the duck down. So, in the first face-off... Which is not allowed, right? No, I don't think so. Aside from the first face-off, because the first face-off, Portman comes in and does some knocking around and just gets, and then accidentally bumps the ref. Obviously, accidentally bumps the ref. He's turning to, to, to talk to the ref that for some reason is up on his ass and bumps him, and then he gets tossed. Yeah. Julie the Cat Gaffney just pushes two dudes over And gets tossed. And if I'm not mistaken, those guys were being very sexist. Yeah. Exactly. Because I have in my in my notes, Iceland players are super sexist. She she gets called for literally just pushing the guys over. She gets called for intent to injure. Late literally the next scene. Intent to injure. That's not one of those literal penalties, right? There's intent to injure like mentally. Like she means yes. to break them down to a to just the core of their their person it it, it comes from the latin uh intent to endure mm. which is intent to break down spiritually gotcha okay okay um literally the next scene after she gets tossed for pushing a couple guys, a kid tries to chop adam banks's hand off his body <laughs> post whistle, <laughs> and the ref just gives him two. Like not I even didn't... not even like a five minute major. <laughs> nope. Just uh, go ahead, and sit down for two. You got a little rambunctious there. Um. Then I don't. This is a very subtle thing, but I picked up on it, and it just fed into my conspiracy theory. After the game, while the while uh the teams are filing off the ice, a a, a ref skates. You don't. Even, I don't even think you see him, but you hear the a voice go, "Good game, coach." Or good game, Wolf to, to <laughs> Wolf the, the Dennis Stanson, and and he goes thanks ref or something like that. I was like ah, they're in on it. There they got money. And they got money. In the... That's awesome. Yeah, and now actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I do remember that um, Julie was was going in after four goals because she <laughs> goes back and then Dean gets thrown out of the game not that long after it, and then he goes back in. And... No, he gets thrown out first. No. Yes, he gets thrown off on the opening face-off. No, he gets thrown out second. No, Adam, he doesn't. He gets oh, open, wait, no, shit, you're right. Because she, she walks, comes back in, and he walks yeah. into the locker room with him trashing shit, and she goes, I know I like, I like, know how you feel, or something like that. Mm. That's right, you're right. I'm, um, this scene, just because I don't know where it's going to come up naturally later, I was confused about the timeline of things. Because... Obviously, so am I, so it's okay. <laughs> um. Um... So, there's the scene where Portman and, and Fulton see uh, Bombay with the Iceland check. Yeah. And then the next time you see them is in the locker room before the Iceland game. And they go up to him and go, how was your night last night? Did you Do anything nice? Get some ice cream? Uh, i on to you. And then after the game, when they confront him with it, they're like, we saw you Saturday with the ice. I was like, wait, when is this game? When did you see him with the Iceland check? Like, get your timeline straight, buddy. It's all confusing. Uh, here I have. When Charlie goes, uh, when they're doing the bag skate, basically, and bag skate's a hockey term for, like, when you're basically just skating until you peak. Um, when when Charlie says, I thought hockey was supposed to be fun, and Emilio says, uh, who said it was supposed to be fun? I just have a note. Uh, uh, you said it was supposed to be fun. Remember? We had a dance sequence about it. <laughs> Um, I have a I have a thing that I, like uh, after they lose the the they've absolutely destroyed every single team they've come against up until Iceland. It's a double elimination. It's a you have to lose twice to be eliminated twice. from this tournament. They lose mm-hmm. one time, and Hendrix is ready to pull their sponsorship. Yeah, uh, I, in one of my notes, and then that's uh, that's when, had, that's when uh, Gordon starts becoming so, like, a dick like they were expected to win every game i guess which you know what in a double elimination tournament it like to be one, literally one loss away when you've just played italy trinidad and tobago and iceland and you still have to play canada and russia <laughs> yeah like in the real world you'd be fucked cuz you'd have to you just lost to iceland who's a nobody but in this like yeah you're right i don't i don't understand but again He's a uh, an executive from a hockey brand company. I don't know what they do they do. Hockey equipment, yeah, or just like, yeah, do because or just like hockey apparel. I think I don't know who knows. I just have the um, I just have the 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 note. Corporate sponsorship is a fickle beast. Um, and that's... after this, we get into. I also have good. Uh, right after that. After like the the the, the Hendrick sponsorship is starting to be pulled. That's when um, Gordon starts becoming a real asshole. And I just have the note, he's forgetting what it means to be a duck. <laughs> um, I'm going to, first off, before I get to my next point, because it's a very brief point, but I just want an, an overall thing. The clothes in this movie, just, uh, just, just like awesome Yeah, just perfect. That's specifically, what the greatest hit of all, I believe, is Guy Germain's like vest shirt combo when he's about to kiss Connie in the beginning. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Look at it again. If you, if you don't remember just the thing of beauty, but I love, I like their long sleeve shirts with the red stars, mm-hmm. like the red sleeves and the stars on it. Like it's supposed to be like team USA apparel. I'm just confused as to why they didn't just, you know, make the sleeves blue. Like it isn't a flag. Like the stars aren't on a, a red. Uh, they're all, they're all field of blue. Um, yeah, so I, to, I like strange choice. Also comment on the awesome uh wardrobe in this movie. The uh the rough tough street hockey team uh with was Ke- I was with, with Keenan Thompson, the street hockey team apparel is also just fucking I have just chef's kiss, just chef's me, kiss all let day. Let me read directly from my notes. Ragtag inner city squad dressed like Mad Max hockey team that knows exactly the trick the true meaning of being teammate. Yeah. I also wrote uh, commenting on that game. Um Portman sounded super racist when he said, What do you know about it to the black kid about hockey? <laughs> well, I mean, he's just a ragtag Mad Max hockey player. Yeah, I know. Um Um this uh <laughs> this ragtag uh hockey team introduces us to uh, possibly the greatest shot of all time the knuckle puck mm-hmm. um, if you've if, you, if you've ever picked up a hockey stick and you can honestly say that you've never tried the knuckle puck you're a fucking liar every single person who has ever picked up a hockey stick has knocked the puck up on its side and slap shot it as hard as they could to see what would happen and I guarantee you, what happens is not that fucking puck twirling, not. twirling end over end with the fucking sound that it makes, and everybody jumping out of the way. <laughs> um, after this scene that includes the bus knowing where to come and get them at the playground, they ran off to. Yeah. Um, Jan makes a reappearance, and I wanted to touch real quick on Jan. He just um, he broke into Bombay's apartment, like right. How the fuck do you get in the house? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. The the other thing I wanted to mention is why it's Jan and not request... Hans. Yeah, there, it was Hans in the first one. Right? It was Hans in the first one. They couldn't get the guy to play Hans back, so they brought in this new guy, Jan, who is Hans. Who's supposed his... to be his brother? Yeah. Um. They, if I could make a request to Babish, for from, from binging with Babish, the popular YouTube. Oh yes. Um, it would be. Jan's Hassenfeffer and eggs. Oh, yeah. I looked up what Hassenfeffer was. I forget what it was. I think it's like. It's rabbit. rabbit. It, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. It's rabbit. Yeah. Um, I would eat Han's Hassenfeffer and eggs. Um, yeah, he broke in that house. He totally broke in that house. Um, me and Zach have this running gag. Uh, not running gag, I should say. Running joke uh, between the two of us where one it's a gag. Um we'll hear one of us will say something or we'll hear something on TV or something like that, and one of us will chime in with whatever we just heard is the name of our new punk band. Um one of my notes is just I Minnesota Miracle Man is the name of my new punk band. I love it. That'd be awesome, right? I love it. it's the name of, uh, which it's gonna we're gonna have to get a trademark uh, dispute because it's the name of my new glam rock band. Oh, wow. that's upsetting. Um, <laughs> that's the other we we will change it up. Not it's not just always punk bands. We will change. Yeah, it up it's a it, to fit it's the, very to, dependent to style of to music. fit the name. Yeah. Um, are you telling me that Gordon goes off to skate around in rollerblades and contemplate at sunset at Venice Beach when they have a fucking game? Sometimes you just gotta be alone in your thoughts in Venice Beach with a rollerblade, Zach. But then he comes in doing the duck call, and and the problem I had with this is that let me see if he, all the new players are looking at him like he's a fucking idiot. These players <laughs> have zero <laughs> loyalty to him. They played five, three yeah. games. Gaffney has literally not played minute one for him yeah. as her coach. If anything, she he's. Kept her off the ice when her she just wants to show the world what she could do. Yeah, and he hasn't Gold, Gold, Gold put Goldberg in a, a game, and then she intended to injure a couple guys so that she could play. They would be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, don't care, don't have any not loyalty even, to you. Not even the fact like they've they've only uh, aside from Julie, who's as you said has played minute zero, but like the other the other four players who came to the team. They've only played for asshole, ba- asshole corporate-sponsored Gordon Bombay. they yeah. never played for, like, I'm learning what it means to be a person after drunk driving Gordon Bombay. <laughs> um, I have another note here that is another through line mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie that bothered me. Why are they always sitting on the bench with their helmets off? Yeah. There's ten of There's you. ten of you. You're <laughs> going to have to get on the ice in a few minutes yeah. at the very minimum put your helmet on. Here's my question. This is one of my first questions um, about um uh like uh, sh- is it is it uh, a legal move in hockey? Is the flying V like is the flying V offsides? No. All right. So as long th- as here's, here's the player my offsides it, it, it's offsides when the player enters the zone before the puck, correct? Yes, as long the lead player as lead. long as who is the lead player? The First, plate the puck must be the first thing in the zone offensively. Okay, so in the flying V, theoretically, first off, I just, just so my my feelings are known, the flying V is fucking stupid. Yeah, in terms of legitimate hockey, and Iceland shows it Iceland, in the game. Iceland they just shows barrel it, it all, barrel and over. if we're gonna fast forward to Mighty Ducks three the varsity Eden Hall players show that it's fucking stupid as well. It's just... Because they do the exact same thing that Iceland does and just barrel over and Barrel anybody. through it. All the players are right there. They all have the puck. You're not going to get called for interference on it. Yeah. Um, theoretically... So, but theoretically, say someone is attempting the flying V, if the lead player, the, the the tip of the V... Okay. Is carrying the puck as they enter the zone and those the puck comes into the zone before he does, then technically, yes, the play would be all side, on sides. Okay. So as long as the lead, as the point of the V has the puck every time they enter the zone, it's cool. Because yeah, the whole point it, of the V is that they pass the puck back and forth amongst the five of them. through each other. Yeah, but yes, to for the flying V to enter the zone legally, the lead player at the injun- like the the crest of the V, would need to possess the puck in front of him. Mm-hmm. As he enters, or her, or her, Connie. If if you're on this team, yeah, if you're on this uh, team, as they as they cross the blue line, the 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 puck must be the first thing that crosses the blue line, offensively. Um, um, another rules thing that they just decided to just not pay attention. You can't just call the players in when he comes when he comes in with his duck whistle. It's like bring it in, and then every like like. You kind of, there's a face-off about to happen. You can kind of can't just call a timeout at least. I I just to al- make it I just, look like you're trying I just, to make it look like you're trying to play hockey. I just assume that like that's what they 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 counted it as a uh, as because no, you have to who are they playing? You can't are just, they playing in that game? Germany. Because oh, okay. I I know that only because I'm not sure if I love or hate Germany's uniforms. I if I'm not mistaken, they just have. They, they have, like, the, the crest with, like, the eagle on the chest? No, Adam, they don't... I don't think... That's it What eagle? Not the... the not not the No, not a fucking iron eagle, you asshole. Do, are you, Does Germany still use an eagle? Like, they're crazy if after the it, iron eagle, they were like... I, like... I, I hated all of that, except for the eagle. Let's keep the eagle. Guys. I think it's a different eagle, but I think there's an eagle somewhere. I don't know. Um... So they beat. I will say, okay. They they beat Germany, Be ger- and mm. then like, so you destroyed the first couple teams you played, who are from countries that don't normally play hockey. You then you get your ass handed to to you by apparently, according to Zach, another country that's not stereotypically a big hockey country. No. And then you play another country that is no, a Germany. Is Germany a big country? Germany, no, they're not, but. Of the first, so they play Trinidad and Tobago, Italy, and Iceland. Um, Iceland, Germany at least has produced. I can, I'm trying to think of who it is. I, there is at least a German NHL player. Okay, past, from the past, I'm sure. I'm sure there's like you know Icelandic maybe, but like Germany at least, Germany would be in a real tournament. Mm-hmm. What Trinidad and Tobago is in this tournament? Okay, so like they're not, they're not good. They're never going to sniff at a medal unless they, you know, hit on an insane streak or something. But they are like you know because you know every sport in the Olympics you have like like X amount of like let's let's say ten let's say there's ten Olympic teams. You have your USA, you have your Canada, you have your Russia, you have your Sweden, you have your Czech. Mm-hmm. And then besides that, it's kind of, so that's five. So that you have like your five super like powerhouse teams and then like five that are like, Meh. have some, you know, some swag, like not like swagger, but like some like legitimacy to them, but they're never going to touch anything. Yeah. So Germany is like in that realm. Gotcha. So they destroy two teams that don't play hockey. They get destroyed by a team that don't play hockey. They then destroy another team that don't play hockey, and somehow this warrants a fucking meeting with the arguably greatest hockey player of all time. Is this after? It's after this game he comes in. I have it as enter Wayne Gretzky. So it's mm. the the I the flying V. I have the all the all the players look at the duck call like. He, like Gordon Bombay is an idiot. And I have the flying V is probably offsides. And then I have enner Wayne Gretzky in my notes. So I'm assuming it's after the Germany game. Here's the thing, though. I don't have any anywhere in my notes where they play Canada because it literally is just passed over. Yeah. So literally the next thing could be they beat Canada. Maybe. And then Wayne Gretzky comes in. Per chance. Um, my next note is about when that meeting they have uh, where he burns himself in effigy. Oh yeah, and I just have it says headline: U.S. coach sets fire in middle of goodwill games. Campus. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. So after the after he burns his uh his cardboard cutout of himself, they have the um they have the practice where they just have fun again. You know, where they play some <laughs> music and they dance a little bit, and they and they're trying and they're 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 learning to get over their uh their deficiencies. Because I have, just like when did we talk? I don't remember if we talked about it or if I just had it in my nose when we watched Godzilla about the logos, yeah, in Madison Square Garden, um, the co- the, the soda cans. Oh, the soda cans. Louise, yeah, they're de- the cherry coke, the mellow yellow. Yeah, they're they're nineties as shit. Yeah, um, but get, proceed. Here's my question: How did the entire Icelandic team, including the attractive trainer, assemble? Sneak up on them? Yeah. How did they assemble <laughs> on that fucking? Thing without being noticed at all. You're jumping a little ahead because I got a couple things in between before that. Um, Because you completely skipped over the banks with his wrist thing. Oh, well, you had mentioned the fact that he got his he almost had his arm fucking chopped off. But here's the thing. Um, Well, just to to backtrack even a little bit more during that sequence, he's um, he's uh, they're they're like training like like they're on like they're face down on the ice or something. Crawling or doing push-ups or something, and Gordon's walking amongst them, and he goes, he tells somebody to get that big butt down. I just thought, hey, Gordon, maybe don't talk about the children's butts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's usually Um, how you get fired from coaching. The that's it's like that's that's how you get a deadline episode. (laughs) So they go into the locker room, and Banks is taping his wrist, and. Gordon confronts him about how his wrist is hurt because you know it almost was severed from his body <laughs> during a two minute penalty. <laughs> um, that, that, yeah, that that earned a two minute penalty. Yeah, it's it, it's, and all of a sudden, uh, Banks's dad is a plot point, like how he he says, um, like he can't not play because his dad's counting on him. Oh yeah, isn't his dad was never around. Right? Isn't that the, I don't know. I don't remember. I thought that was a thing, like his dad was always out of town or some shit. Oh no, but then there's the so whole thing where like he's it's I, I, giants. It's, it's a little giants. <laughs> he's like he's gotta play because there's uh there's scouts. Yeah, which don't amount to anything. Yeah. Well I mean it amounts to a scholarship at Eden Hall. <laughs> I bet <laughs> when the team all hangs out together. They don't tell Adam where they're going. They don't tell Banks. Probably, dude. He's a a fucking dick, dude. He's a cake eater, He's a fucking cake eater. He's a a fucking tryhard. Yeah. With his polos Um, and his khaki shorts. I also don't like that we don't get any information about why Russia beat Iceland. Like, how they beat them.
1: I don't because even remember
0: the, the fact that that Russia beat Iceland. You don't see it, or it's it's important because remember it's a double elimination tournament. So yeah, literally that that Iceland ducks so, game determines who stays in the so tournament. Yeah, yeah. So theoretically, um, yes, for the last game to be a thing, Iceland needs to lose at some point, and they just throw away a a headline that uh, Iceland's. Stunned by Russia, and I was like, What happened in that game? Maybe they should go watch some Russian tapes and figure out what Russia did to beat Iceland. I mean, they do watch Iceland tapes again eventually, right? Yes, but like, I'm like, I'm saying, like, they should be like, Oh, let's go, yeah, let's like, go see what they did. I mean, they, um, I didn't notice at this point that all of a sudden, once, once Bombay comes back, once he's to being like normal one, yeah. Bombay. He gets super grabby with, with McKay, like the teacher, throughout the rest of the movie. Like he's always like 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 he kisses her on the cheek at one point, he's like squeezing her shoulder. Like I was like, dude, well, chill. Like, he knows now that he's not allowed to date outside of his country. Um, as per Dean Portman and uh Fulton. Um so he's like I I the closest thing I got is, is this fucking Poor man Zambeky, like. <laughs> but yeah. And now we get to the point. You're making. Yes, how did that entire hockey team collect at one end of the ice without the other? Like no one. It no didn't even seem like NBA they went. were at the other end of, of the like, ice. It seemed yeah, like, yeah they were like it seemed they were as at, if they like, were like, almost at center ice. Yeah, it's like um, it's like the Ducks were messing around in one one in like offensive zone, yeah. and then they all just kind of skated up and were standing there at center ice, just watching them. Um, I did like, like I'm, I, I'm sure I, I, don't know if it was a character touch or just literally like the guy doesn't know how to skate, but the, it's a, a joke is that tibbles doesn't know how to skate. Mm-hmm. And then when they do the whole thing, because then from here, uh, Stanson and and Bombay play, play three post or whatever they call it. They they refer Stanson to they refer those... to it as three bar. That's actually one of my notes because um, whenever. So the hardest thing to have in – the hardest thing to have when you're playing, like, pickup hockey is goalies because goalie is the most expensive position to play. The pads are expensive as shit, so no one wants to play goalie because of how expensive it is. So what you do is you play – they refer to it as three-bar. I always refer to it when playing hockey as posts. So basically, the way to score a goal instead of getting the puck into the net is you hit the, the you have to hit both posts and the crossbar, and that's how you score. You you basically you play the three, you hit the post and the crossbar. Um, it's super fucking fun, and it's a great way to practice. But that's yeah, that's what Bombay and and Wolf play is posts or three bars. They but, refer to it. I enjoy when the entire – because the entire Ducks team, USA Ducks team, is collected, like, watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, When Stanson slashes at um, Bombay's knee, the entire team, including Jan and McKay and Tibbles, rush over. Yeah, But just go back and watch Tibbles attempt to skate over. (laughs) I'm guessing he didn't know how to skate. So, but if not, then it's a character choice and it's a brilliant character choice. Because, yeah. like, you really kept with it. Um, Can we uh, make note that the the climactic battle between Team USA, aka the entirety of the, the Ducks team, and Team Iceland, takes place in the fucking stadium where the Mighty Ducks play? I had in my notes that I at first I was about to question the randomness. Um... Of the inclusion of the Arrowhead Pond then I remember. Oh, wait, it's the Ducks. It's Disney. They—that's where they literally play. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, just uh, let's 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 because we're—I don't want to bump into our limit here. Uh, we we come up to the um, the championship game. Um, just a couple notes. The first. uh Iceland goal I believe it is where they kind of trip Goldberg. Yeah, I say Iceland with a dirty trip on Goldberg. That's sloop footing. That's called slew footing when you put your skate behind another player's skate and then ha- like to to like with the goal of having them trip backwards over your skate. That's extremely dangerous. So that's that's not even like a 2 minute penalty. That's like a game misconduct. <laughs> um I, I so these are these are the three notes I have in a row, um, Iceland with the dirty trip on Goldberg, and then I don't remember what exactly the move is, but I wrote spin and touch the ground while passing is a dirty move, but I think I meant it in dirty as like a like it's like a it's like dirty like ooh that was good. Were you referring to Banks because Banks tries to do that and gets checked? I, I said, what the fuck was he trying to do there? That's not a hockey move. I don't, like, what are you I don't doing? Um, but then there's another point in the game where I was really confused. Let me ask you a question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we're, we're on a breakaway. I'm on a breakaway, and you're the defenseman mm-hmm. coming up behind me. Okay. I score a goal, and then you come into, knock into me. Basically, like I shoot the puck, you knock into me. Basically, everything enters the net at the same time. And then the, it net, be- they and would then rev- the net comes in, dislodged. In all, in all likelihood, they would review it. But this is the Goodwill game, Zach. They don't have that type of technology. Well, in real life, what would happen would be they would review it and they would watch it in slow motion. If the puck enters were the to net cross before the goal line, before like, the, the net comes off its moorings. Mm hmm. Then it would be a good goal. Okay, because that was my question. Was isn't I I thought if the net becomes dislodged, then the point doesn't count. But if the puck enters before the net becomes dislodged, it does count. Yes. Um, Thank God the the team USA at all times keeps a lasso on the bench. Why is the rope (laughs) on the bench? Well, for roping, Zach. Um. Gordon Bombay delivers an amazing halftime speech. She deserves to get checked there, by the way. Yeah. like She get, deserves to get steamrolled. Get the puck out of the corner, Connie. You're a hockey player. You know how ice and sticks and puck work. What are you doing? <laughs> um, do Let me ask you, what are, your, what are some of your... I mean, I, I refer to it as a halftime speech, but there is no technical halftime at hockey because it's played in thirds. Um, played mm-hmm. in three periods. Okay. Benjamin, stop it. I know it's your birthday, but okay, goddamn. Sorry, guys. I'm recording in my kids' room while they're all watching a movie in, with my wife in my room, and my two year old just escaped. So I had to stop <laughs> and run out. Two year olds are, are very to, crafty. And attempt to gather them. Um, before we're gonna, good. Gonna... Okay. Uh, I say before we cut, um, I, I was talking about how hockey—you can't really give a halftime speech at hockey because there's not really a half. There's it's it's played in thirds. Um, but what would you say? Um, are, are, what would you say is like your 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 favorite uh, motivational sports, sports sports movie halftime speech? Al Pacino halftime of the playoff game in any given Sunday. I would. I would for or is it pregame? I, I don't. I, During the I, any Alcino given Sunday is in my blind spot. I've never any, any given Sunday. I've I've never. I mean, because I you have to look at the the uh, um uh Rick Moranis Little Giants uh ninety nine out of a hundred speech. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little unorthodox. I really like. I've always been a fan. One of one of my favorite sports movies has always been The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. A good one i'm a fan of the uh i'm the i'm a fan of the the gene hackman uh the, the he basically like the the speech where he gives of uh, you don't have like there's no tomorrow for you and that makes you all very dangerous men speech mm-hmm. um i always thought that was a really good one um i think it's funny that um they switch back to the old ducks logo and I the Hendricks guy doesn't really seem to be too upset about the fact that they just took off all the Hendricks gear and put on their old duck jerseys. Why was he holding the jerseys until third, second intermission? Because, Zach, that's halftime. If they weren't losing, he wasn't going to bring them in? No. Um, they mentioned that there's no rule against changing jerseys. I guarantee you, by the next Goodwill Games, there is There's a rule about changing jerseys. Yeah. Um it also also seems a little planned because they have duck themed graphics on the 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 um I guess not scoreboard but like the the, the, the the thing in the stands like the the Yeah the the little lights in the stands. Um Yeah, they have duck themed graphics awfully quickly. Here's um here's another question I have um <laughs> regarding rules in hockey. Um uh, can you advance the puck in midair? What what are you referencing? I don't remember the I don't remember either, but one of my notes is is it legal to advance the puck in the ice in midair? If the puck is in if the puck is in midair, mid-air or the player. The puck. As long as it's below the waist. If you if you the there um aside from the penalty high sticking, which is striking a player with a stick above your waist, mm-hmm. there is you're not there's also a a stoppage of play. If you play the puck with a high stick Okay. and the general rule of thumb, if it's open ice, it's like above the waist. Mm-hmm. If it's a goal situation, you are, it's generally the crossbar. You're not allowed to like hit the puck from above the crossbar into the net. Um, so if the puck is in the air and you hit it like from like knee level, or like thigh level, mm-hmm. generally, yes, that would be allowed. They might okay. call it sometimes, just based on like, you know, you know, referees' like judgment. Mm-hmm. But generally, yeah, the rule of thumb is like above the waist. Hmm. Interesting. Um, let me ask you a hockey question. Okay, is it legal to stand at your bench? And have two players switch equipment in front of everybody. Let me, because theoretically, let me. This happens in the. Let game. me ask you. Uh, not, I wouldn't pose it as a hockey question if that's legal. I would pose it as a um, in a. Is it legal in the laws of time and physics? Because it's, it's literally three seconds that they change full fucking equipment, and I thought to myself, do they not change? jerseys and no one notices but after the goal you see Goldberg on the bench and he's wearing a jersey that says Tyler. So they changed fully like their jerseys. Fucking Keenan Th- Thompson is wearing Goldberg's leg pads. Mm-hmm. They changed full equipment. Like they that's they 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 went all out in 3 seconds of a of a huddle. Which is impressive. I have four consecutive notes about this exact the specific play I want to read them to you with sequence. No. <laughs> nope. Nothing about this. No. Isn't isn't it another thing where the like the, the goalie isn't allowed to come out of the crease? Like well he's allowed um, to come out of the crease <clears> but he's not allowed to come that far out of the crease. You know, I'm not I'm a little hazy on what the actual ruling about this would be. They, the goalie can stop the play by covering the puck, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's an actual rule. Like, like, I don't think if the goalie was to advance the puck, I don't know what would happen. I don't know if the goalie is allowed to act as a skater. So I don't know. But still, no, none of this. I mean, no, in, in all this... fairness, you can pull your goalie for an extra attacker. Why couldn't your goalie just be the extra attacker? But I feel like I've I've been to a hockey game. I believe it was a philadelphia it was a Philadelphia Phantoms game where the literally everybody on the ice was fighting, including the goalies. The goalies met at center ice and fought, and it was probably the greatest mm-hmm. moment of the game. But I feel like the goalies not only got a, got the got the fighting penalty, but I also believe they got a penalty for like coming that far out of that, the crease. That's that's not really a penalty based on um coming that far out of the crease. You're not allowed to like go like it, it's a, it's an, about goalie's going to fight. You're not allowed to do that. Oh okay. Like, so I don't know if they would um, but yeah, that 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 whole bit is yeah, that 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 whole play I agree is no nope, none of this. <laughs> and what was your last bit? Uh no, it was no, no. Just, just a no, just no again. No again. Uh, um, I had a problem when they tied the game, and then the entire bunch, the bench emptied. Like fuck, you just t- you just tied it. You didn't win. Get the fuck back on the bench. yeah. Like that's um, that's that's why that's why that's why you guys lost the first game. <laughs> um, they tell Adam when he goes to shoot in the shootout to make your dad proud. Like that's a subplot, I guess. We're sticking with that, yeah. even though it came out of nowhere. Um. Let's finish this up real quick. Um, let's, let's. What is the point of Gunner doing the triple deke if his shot comes at a dead stop? Uh, like he deeks, he does. He deeks three times and then stops and then shoots. Stops and slap shots. I guess. I just what the fuck is your move, kid? I guess maybe you know maybe if he if he just so you don't know if his shots coming forehand or backhand. <laughs> no, he stops dead and, and just shoots. So that's what I mean. But if he um, if he dekes to the, if he to one side, technically, if he stopped at that side, he'd be shooting backhand. Can I, for a very brief moment, um, nobody nobody for would wolf. shoot like that. Okay, Advocate no, for wolf. No, first off, in in NHL shootouts, if you stop the forward progression of the puck, it's it's a dead yeah, play. I learned that so the hard way while to. playing in the the NHL, the EA NHL games. Um. Let me advocate a, a, a bit for Wolf the Dennis Stanson, mm-hmm. as not not a bad coach. He seems to be there for his players. He like like when he's like when when Gunner's about to go, he goes like I believe in you, and then like Gunner's like was like uh, you you lost it for me. Gunner's like you lost it for yourself. What did he do to lose it for himself? He didn't make like a, a like yeah. brash play that like like <laughs> my son's just coming in the room. Baby. What are we doing, boy? It's your birthday. You can do it every once. He he's wearing... We got him new pajamas that are Woody from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. So he, the door opened and basically just Woody from Toy Story just sauntered into the room. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and just yelling at yeah. me. Um, to wrap it up real quick, uh, you lost it for yourself is probably one of the greatest uh, lines in any sports movies ever. Only, only if you include the follow-up with the "Let's go uh, shake their hands." Uh, you be Wolf Stanson say you lost it for us, Gunner. You lost it for us, Gunner. You lost it for yourself. Let's go shake their hands. Shake their hands. <laughs> um, I when I played uh, when I played roller hockey. My team absolutely sucked. It was a lot of people who had never played hockey for the first time, my, myself included. Um, uh, and we had a game where we're like, we almost, we almost won, and um, we, we like, it was like our the first game. It was a very muddy ducks, like we're learning what it means to be a team type game. We're like, we want, we lost, but we, it was a close loss. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then and we like, lost and one of the guys wore track jackets and yeah, we, no, learned about history afterwards. Exactly. One of the after the loss just for the record, you're gonna hear a baby in yeah, the two year old in the background yeah. for the rest of the episode. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be Ben. It's Ben's birthday, he's a special guest for his birthday, it's what we got him for his birthday. Ben, you're on the podcast for your birthday, baby. But yeah, we, we had he's... what I cannot expect to you how cute he has been right now. He's on the bunk bed. He's on my daughter's bunk bed, and he just was, like, in the middle of the, the bed and just slid his way over to me at the end, all the way over, to kiss me on the forehead. Adorable. <laughs> Adorable. But he was, like, loading up the kiss the entire way down the bed. Like, every time he would scooch down, he would he would pucker up a kiss. That's awesome. Um, What, what were said? saying? But yeah, so we, we, had, we had a, a, a close loss. And uh, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "All right, we we did good, guys." And then one of the guys on my team just stands up and goes, "Let's go shake their hands, dude!" I would have stood up and given a fucking standing ovation. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tolerate it. Um, uh, so so uh, they, uh I know I noticed here, Gunner, like, cause the Ducks win, of course. Yeah, there. First off, the length of time between Gunner's shot and everyone reacting to Julie dropping no would not have happened because everyone no. would have known that, that uh, no Julie one, the Cat Gavity stopped it because it's not in the net. Yeah, everybody would have seen the puck not hit the back of the net. But anyway, then they shake their hands <laughs> and Gunner, excuse me, is two feet taller than Charlie. Oh yeah! How old are these kids? I'm assuming. Oh my that... goodness! Ben, stop it! I'm assuming <laughs> that they got like at least 19 year old kids to play the Icelandic team. Um, yeah, like what is happening? We also have no. a great line of a uh, good game, Captain Duck, and then Charlie good just responds game. with a thank Gunner." Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's like 11 year olds playing against 22 year olds. Like, stop it, Charlie! Um, stop it. it. So I think I... Uh, the 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 one the last thing I wanted to mention is then that you see a an airplane, and Amila uh, says, "Let's go home, team." Like, where's home? Every like, well, I know like ninety most of you are from Minnesota. Ninety percent of the Luis team are from Luis is from Minas- is Miami. Yeah. Like, I, I, so you're basically there's no parental oversight at all. Yeah. No. In the like, nobody. Watches these kids. Gordon's at a mansion. They're in a dorm. Some of them are allowed to just wander around Rodeo Drive. Yeah, they're allowed to go to Minnesota for a campfire for some reason. Yeah, like I, who's signing off on this? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah the the insurance for this trip alone must have been crazy. Um, um, do you have any major? <laughs> my my closing notes are two are. Um... Oh, buddy. Is a sad thing and a good thing in regards to the Goodwill Games. Sad that from the Goodwill Games, uh, Jesse wasn't offered a scholarship to Eden Hall. Yes. But it was good that Gunner was offered a scholarship to Eden Hall and played varsity goalie. (laughs) Um, I was telling Zach, after I watched D2 to take my notes, I instantly watched D3 because I read that Gunner Stahl was in the movie. And I was like, where is he in the fucking movie? He plays hey, scooter. He plays scooter and um so he has two ridiculous names. He is gunner. Like they yeah. But I was I would have liked if in the second movie movie got to be like a like a a, a rich. Yeah. There's a or nice a, little reference in the mark. third movie to tag back to the second movie. Um he says uh, Gunner says to Charlie, "Good game, Captain Duck." And Charlie re- replies, "Thanks, Gunner." And then in the third movie he says to Julie, "Like good game." I don't know what I don't know what he calls her, but he says good game. To which she replies, "Thanks, Scooter." Mm. Um, so it's a nice little tag up to uh, to the the finale of the of the second movie and the third movie. Um, but yeah, it's sad that Jesse didn't get to go. But you know, it's at least good that Gunner did. Um, which means they're down to. Thirteen players, and then Banks goes to varsity, so they have twelve players in the third movie. Yeah, but if it makes it any, if it makes you feel any better, um, the guy, um, so the character Abraham on The Walking Dead is played by an actor named Michael Chitlins, Chitlins, Chit- Cutless Cutlets. That's it, Michael Cutlitz. Chiklet. Michael chicklets is the is the Chiklitz is the guy from uh, The Shield. Nah. That's yeah, that's right, Michael. Cut- Let's say Cutlets or Cutlins or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um when they shot D3 the mighty ducks Oh shit he's one of the he's, he's one team, of the varsity players yeah he was only like 2 or 3 years younger mm-hmm. than Emilio Estevez when they shot that fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> So they literally the entire time it's just I'm sure the Hawks players were 26 when they were playing the <laughs> District 11 where the fucking Well they the were. Team Iceland players were 44 compared to the yeah, it's it's ridiculous Ducks players um, so, in fact, right, I think let's, Abraman let's, makes the line they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, they have more facial hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, right. let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up. Adam, what are you watching? Um, so, as I mentioned in the Sin City podcast, I just got back from the shore. Um, uh, so, every time the kids would go to bed, my wife would put on New Girl on Netflix the, with Zoe Deschanel. Um, Love the show. Nick Miller and Schmidt are fucking hilarious. I am, I swear to you. Somebody came into my room while I was sleeping, sat there with a pen and pad, and just wrote Nick Miller about yeah. Because um, I am Nick Miller. So I have, a, I have a, a gritty detective novel written in Ch- about Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Um, I've been, I've been, so I've been for the past what's week. His, what's his name? Julius Peppercorn? Is it? I can't. Is it remember. Julius? I don't remember. I just, I just know that I love Nick Miller. Um, so for the life. past week, I've been passively watching New Girl. Um, weirdly, it's going to sound strange. Um, I've been watching. I follow. Um, I follow a lot of woodworkers on YouTube, but I follow a couple like random things on YouTube as well. And one of those random things is a channel called Trenton and Heath. Um, that I've been actively watching while passively watching New Girl for the past week. And Tretton and Heath is a uh, YouTube channel of two brothers. I don't know where, but they're somewhere in the south because they have accents. Um but it's basically uh two brothers who are cobblers. And they they basically just the, their whole channel is them resoling and restoring uh boots and shoes. Uh so <laughs> I don't know, I've been I've been, I've been watching Trenton and Heath videos all week while passively watching New Girl episodes in the background. Um, okay. Ask me a question. I was going to say, what have you been watching, Zach? Uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, the HBO documentary based on the Michelle McNamara book about the Golden State Killer. Uh, Mac- Michelle McNamara was the wife of Pat Noswalt who passed, passed away. away shortly after she had submitted the book. I don't, I don't believe the book had come out yet. Um, uh, she mentions in the documentary, there's a, a, a bit uh, about the, the, the publisher, because a lot of it's recorded footage of her talking about things mm-hmm. and everything. So she's very present in the documentary uh, talking about how the publishers wanted the book to be uh, a mix of her personal um, attachment to the concept of murder and murder investigation, and um, the case itself, and you can see that they very closely followed the concept of the book with the documentary because the documentary is just as much about her as as it is about the the golden. State Killer case. And it's very good, but uh, otherwise, me and my wife have been watching. Uh, I had to look up because I don't even know what it was called. I just know it's the Zac Efron Netflix show where he goes to places. Uh, it's called Down to Earth with Zach Efron. Is it Netflix? Um, I thought it was Quibi. No, it's Netflix. Um, it's very stupid. I mean, he's handsome as fuck. He's such a bro, you know. Yeah, but like he seems like such a bro that you would like. He's trying. You, he's trying though. Like the whole point of the show being is that he's bro. trying to be, he's trying to be not so broish and not like, dude, I'm I'm like like thirty and I have abs and I live in Hollywood. Like like he wants to be more than that. So you kind of give him credit, but like it's like kind of, like they see like a turbine, like like they see tur- they go to Iceland and they see underground turbines and and like his his little response is like like. Whoa, sick! Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it had the—I don't—I texted you this. I don't remember you responding. It had the my favorite subtitle of all time. I'm gonna look at I, so I get it right. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna look it up on Twitter. Um, I'll ramp real quick while you look he, it up. He, oh no, I, I oh. got it. He's in France. There's an episode where they're in France, and he's excuse me. Contemplative end of the episode, Mm -hmm. and there's a um, subtitle that just says "serious French indie rock music." (laughs) (laughs) I do, and I tweeted, I I tweeted, which got no play. I thought it was pretty good. I said, "When you want to listen to indie rock music, but you want to be, you really mean it." (laughs) (laughs) Got no play. I, I tweet a lot of things that get no play. That's pretty sad. I mean, um, I I only the only followers I have on Twitter are you, our sister, and uh, I don't even think the podcast follows me back on Twitter. <laughs> um, so my, no, my, anything that, I tweeted what? would get zero not... play. Do you follow the podcast? I do follow the podcast. That's no, the way, I have to I'm... That's the only reason why I made a Twitter was to follow the podcast that I'm on. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me check this. I'm pretty sure. It was, I I was gonna say no. Uh, you were definitely followed by the podcast. Zach Efron is. Very I'm looking at right now. because there's a a new meme going around. Apparently, Zach Efron got a little chunky, and uh, he got a he, he grew like a beard. Um, and apparently, uh, like a little bit heavier, bearded Zach Efron is far more attractive than OG Zach Efron ever was. Um, to which my <laughs> wife my wife agrees. Um, let me tell you, i fuck him regardless, you know? I enjoy a Zac Efron movie, um, it's actually, I, I mean, who wouldn't? I don't mind Zach Efron. There's a, there's a Zac Efron movie that's directed by the guy who's not, uh, the main guy from Catfish. What's his name, Max? Oh, that fucking, uh, uh oh, the, the one that's named after, like, a, uh, fuck, whose song is that? Uh, one of my roommates in college used to listen to this DJ. It was We We Are Your Friends or something like we, that. We we are your it's like we were we, we are your friends now or We Are Your Friends, something like that. I enjoyed the movie. I got behind it. No thanks. No? Did you ever did you ever see it? No. Oh, no, I I got no I got behind it. I'm good. It was entertaining. It had the um what was the name of the actor who played the weird kid from American Beauty? Uh West Wes Bentley. Bentley, that's his name. He it had had West Bentley in it, but like a uh, bearded kind of uh, uh obvious alcoholic West Bentley. It was he was I I <laughs> enjoyed it. It had um that chick uh who Ben Affleck was having an affair with in uh Gone Girl, Emily Something. Roger Rod, Rod something like yeah, that. the act, the model. Something like that. The model chick who was in that fucking annoying music video. Um, but yeah, it was an, it was an entertaining flick. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, uh I won't check it out, but you know what? I will check out uh the movie we're going to watch next week, I th- which I, th- I, I, thought I thought am you were, very excited for. I thought you were going to say you're going to check out the the videos I've been watching of people resoling boots. <laughs> Uh no, no I'm gonna check not, that not gonna check that out at all. But Zach, um, you mentioned a movie that we're gonna be covering next week. What movie is that? I'm very excited. I will this is one of my if it's on TV, even if it's on basic cable and it's not gonna be as fun as it normally would be. Um I'll stop and watch it. Wolf of Wall Street, we're gonna watch next week. It's a like it's very long. It's there's a lot going, but it doesn't feel very long. I'm gonna have a, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh and just like Uh, the movie, I've decided we're going to say fuck 506 or so times in the episode. So that subject to change. That might not happen. But it could happen. That movie, I don't don't know about you, but that movie, I mean, I love that movie. Um, I definitely enjoy it. But it does feel fucking long. I don't (laughs) know. I feel like it flies by. I wish there was more of it. Yeah, I feel like we'll, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get into it more in depth next week. Um, but I feel like maybe it's maybe it's just because I've watched it more on like basic cable, not as maybe uh, may, not as fun versions of it. Um, but I feel like that movie does drag a little bit. But it, again, it might just be because of that. Um, but Zach, other- um, as yeah. per mentioned earlier, that I'm not followed by our own podcast on Twitter. Where can people who will be followed back by our podcast? Uh, follow our podcast on Twitter. What, what's the uh, what's the app that they could go to? Summer Movie CLU One. Summer Movie Clue One. Uh, follow us. If you listen to us, follow us. Even follow us. You no, like Zach, us. Follow Zach us will, fo- Zach will us. follow you back, unless, unlike his I'll own, own co host. Um, I was uh, just before we leave, I want to just give a quick note. I was saying to Zach, um, in checking the analytics on our podcast, um, it seems that there's another country that's not America um, that are that is has listened to the podcast. Um, I, I Oman, I believe is how Oman, it's pronounced. Yeah, I, say, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but I'm it's O M A N O M A N. It's I believe it's Oman. Um, uh, just it's on the uh, the southeast tip of the uh, Arabian Peninsula. Um, in the Middle East, um, uh, so very, it's very strange to to look at the analytics and see a country that you, until you saw it on your analytics, did not know existed. Chalk um, yeah. that up to our American ignorance. Yeah, our American ignorance and our public school, our our Philadelphia public school education. Um, I, I I I had never heard of the country Oman, um, but I did say to Zach, it is apparently well-known enough that when I typed it into the text message, the the flag came up as one of the flags, Mm. as the emojis. Um, So very excited that there's uh, people, again, who are not in the immediate uh, greater Philadelphia area listening to the podcast. If Again, I'm going to say it every time. If you guys are Ireland, Germany, France, Vietnam, Oman, if you guys are in one of these countries or in any other country that's not you know, not the the greater photo of you are. or honestly anyone who's not like the the three people who I'm aware of that listen to this podcast, follow us on Twitter and make yourself known. I'm yeah, reach out to a, us. I, wanna, I, I, I would love to meet out. somebody. I would love to meet somebody that I don't know that is listening to me talk about a movie while I get progressively drunker. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, definitely want to want to put a, a, a name and a face to the people who I don't know that are watching, they're listening to this podcast, and definitely, definitely going to say your name and or your Twitter handle in the episode in an episode of the podcast. Oh, absolutely! If you, if you say anything, so. Um, but uh, as always, we thank anybody that listens, yeah. and we hope you had fun listening. And we we'll hope we hope you uh, will listen next week when we talk about Wolf of Wall Street. And if you got nothing else, Adam, I think that's uh, for us. No, I got is I the as as per usual, everybody out there, be safe, be healthy, you know, be kind to one another, and uh drop us a line. That's all I got. All we'll right. see you next week for the debauchery of uh the Wolf of Wall Street. Stay safe, you guys. Have a good one.